This is a Timmet podcast. This podcast is part of the series On the Marge. This episode is part of the second series. Chronologically, it falls somewhere before episode 35. The title of this episode is Audit. Audit. Those people at the city of Whitehorse are unreasonably stupid, declared Kelda. Kelda sometimes had a hand in the manufacture of her own misfortune, like the time she was feeding the foxes and they ate her cat. Kelda was also quick to judge, so I wondered what it was this time, and invited her to sit and tell me. Yesterday's guests at the Walnut Crescent Bed and Breakfast had left us some white wine, so I offered her a glass. Why, why, yes, she'd have some. Just this once. I glanced at the time. Chuck wouldn't be home for an hour yet, and Alex was at a friend's house. Yes, I had time for the story, so we settled into the living room, wine glasses in hand. You know I belong to a Spanish conversation group downtown every Wednesday afternoon, Calda started in. Well, after we're done, I go with a couple of the women for a glass of wine. And, of course, we keep speaking Spanish. Somehow it's easier with a glass of wine or two. She giggled, held up her glass, but then grew serious again. I figured it wasn't right to drive home after two or three glasses of wine, so I've been taking the bus, she continued. The autobus. It's a really good deal for us seniors. It costs only a dollar. You just buy the tickets at City Hall. So I was getting on the bus yesterday, and I couldn't find my tickets. Or maybe I'd used them all up. So I just tossed a loony in the fare box. The driver got really snarky. He said that the fare was two fifty, and pointed to a big sticker on the box that said exactly that. I explained, quite politely, I thought, I mean, I'd only had three or four glasses of wine, that I was a senior, and the fare was only a dollar. He said, no, it was a dollar if I had a senior's ticket, but two fifty if I paid cash. Well, that doesn't make sense, and I said so quite emphatically. I didn't have any more change, only a twenty-dollar bill. I glared at him, and he glared at me, but there was a bunch of people behind me pushing to get on, so the driver said he'd let me go this one time, but the next time I should get some seniors' tickets or be ready to pay full fare. And then if that wasn't enough, he said I still owed a dollar fifty and should throw that in as cash the next time. So as soon as I got home, I sent off a nasty email to the mayor and to the head of city transit. The transit lady replied immediately and backed up her bus driver. Of course, they're all in this racket together. And the mayor didn't get back to me until this morning, and he only forwarded my email off to the transit lady, who had already replied to me. So isn't that crazy? I wasn't entirely sure what to say, and I hesitated. Hmm, well, well... The driver seems to have been quite reasonable in the circumstances, I replied, after taking a contemplative sip out of my glass. I mean, I hope you didn't get him in trouble with his boss, the transit lady. He's probably not supposed to let people on without paying. Kelda blinked. She hadn't considered the situation of the bus driver. But the rules don't make sense, she protested. What's the use of having a senior's rate if you always have to buy tickets? I don't know, I said. Maybe you just always have to buy tickets. Kelda harumphed figuring correctly that she wasn't going to get a 100% sympathetic ear from me. A week later, Kelda was back. Those people at the city of Whitehorse are unreasonably stupid, she said again. I sighed. I wondered what it was this time. We were out of wine, but she told me anyway, this time over tea. How long does a garbage audit last? she asked. Uh, do they happen often? What's a garbage audit? I asked. 
Well, I, I imagine it's where they go through your garbage, replied Kelda. Like to make sure you're throwing away the right stuff, or something like that. I didn't even know it was a thing, I replied. Where did this come from? Okay, so you remember a while ago, they said they were no longer accepting glass in the recycling, and it was supposed to go into the garbage. So that didn't seem quite right somehow, and I have a bunch of pickle jars and pasta sauce jars that I just couldn't bear to throw away. So I emailed the city waste department and asked if they were sure that these things are actually supposed to go in the garbage. Kelda paused and looked at me. Well, so I asked. So, so they sent me an email, replied Kelda. I forwarded it to you. Dig out your computer. I want you to read it. So I got out my laptop and we sat together on the sofa to view the email. This is what it said. Dear Kelda, thank you for your email of yesterday afternoon. The short answer to your question is yes, you should throw the glass pickle jars and pasta sauce containers in the garbage, although the metal lids can go in the recycling as before. However, there is a more serious aspect of your waste practice that has come to light through our garbage audit program of which your bin is a current subject. We have found wine bottles in your garbage bin when in fact wine bottles should be going back to Raven Recycling for the return of deposit. We don't consider this a significant transgression in itself. Given your advancing years, a certain level of forgetfulness is only normal. Of more significant concern, however, is what the bottles in your garbage indicate. The quantity of wine, which is high, and the quality of wine, which is low, suggest that you may have a serious problem. If you cannot address the quantity issue, at least you could consult more knowledgeable friends to help with the quality issue. Constructively, Randy. And there was a nice city logo at the bottom with Randy's city email and phone number. Kelda was almost in tears. I thought I was pretty good at taking wine bottles to Raven, she said. Although once I had a bunch of the cat club over, and we might have got a bit carried away. I think somebody threw some wine bottles into the garbage that night because I couldn't find them the next day. But that must have been the only time, I'm pretty sure. Well, the email seems polite enough on the surface, I said. But are they serious with the advancing years part? I didn't know about the garbage audit program, but it, but it does seem a bit Orwell 1984 for them to analyze your drinking habits and then comment on them, even if they are concerned. What do they mean about the quality of wine, asked Kelda. Is cheap wine dangerous? I mean, more dangerous than expensive wine? I admit I don't know lots about wine, and I do lean towards lower prices and colorful labels. But how are you supposed to know? Well, don't ask me, I replied. I don't know lots about wine. But I find the email disturbing. Let me show it to Chuck. I think he knows some people at the city through work. I'll see if he can check this out, this garbage audit program and all. So Chuck printed out the email and took it downtown the next morning. What he discovered was, well, interesting. Chuck went over to the city and tracked down Randy right away, an earnest young man in an office. Chuck showed him the email and asked about the garbage audit program. Randy asked about Kelda's last name. When Chuck told him, Randy collapsed into a chair and held his head in his hands. Kelda is not a common name in Whitehorse. Randy had a friend named Kelda, and when he saw the email come in, he assumed it was from Kelda, his friend. So he wrote what he thought was a creatively funny reply and sent it off to Kelda, our neighbor, under the impression that it was going to Kelda, his friend. He was a bit curious why Kelda, his friend, hadn't replied, but had never considered the possibility that the email actually went to some other Kelda. 
Chuck reported that he left Randy rocking back and forth in his chair, moaning, Oh, I'm going to get fired over this. The next afternoon, Kelda appeared in our kitchen again. Those people at the city of Whitehall, she said. One of them turned out to be really nice anyway. She explained that Randy had shown up at her door to explain the story about the email. He brought her some fresh flowers, 20 seniors' bus tickets, and two bottles of wine, different kinds. I think it's really good quality wine, said Kelda. They have interesting labels like I've never seen before. But she didn't bring either bottle over for examination or sampling. So I invited Randy in for tea and talk, she explained. It turns out that his father is part of my Spanish group, a man I've talked to in Spanish, of course, but never had any contact with otherwise. Maybe he'd like to come for a glass of wine next week after class. And it turns out that the garbage audit isn't a real thing after all. But shh, don't tell anybody. Summer students will be doing compost audits this summer. Kelda got that from her inside source, who is one of those wonderful people at the city of Whitehorse. This has been a Timmet podcast in a series called On the Marge. Instrumental intro and exit are courtesy of Kate Weeks. If you would like more of these podcasts, check out the podcast website at timmet.ca slash podcasts. That's T-I-M-M-I-T dot C-A slash podcasts.